Today's episode is called The I Do's and I Don'ts of Relationships Across the Board. We're going to talk about some things to recognize, um, healthy, toxic, all the way around. You know, February is kind of like... I don't want to say love month, but, but it is because of February 14th. Everyone go crazy. Chocolate in the stores. People wanted to watch cuffing romance, season, cuffing right? season, all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in my single butt on the sideline this year. <laughs> I am not. But I do have to say there is a lot of things I have learned from past past valentine's days right past relationships past friendships even um i think what we're gonna talk about today is so key just in general for everyone right so i'm i'm excited it's gonna be so good we're we're gonna hit some hard headers here and just a reminder this will be our series for the whole month we're gonna talk about a bunch of different interesting things you can learn about relationships friendships just navigating that through college everything in general yeah it's gonna be sick guys let's do it okay let's so we're it. gonna start with i don't you know everyone likes the bad news first and then come come back with the good news in the end come on now let's go <laughs> all right starting so, off red, red flags. flags to recognize listen i have seen <laughs> so many red flags this episode is going to get a little bit personal just because i feel like me and abigail collectively have been able to experience so many different types of of experiences i feel like that's the best way to put it um like i i feel like everyone that i've encountered in my lifetime whether it be a relationship whether it be a friendship everyone's in a different season of their life yeah so i feel like we're all kind of growing up and the and the things i've learned have helped me grow up and mature for sure so i feel like these red flags yes i've totally acknowledged them seen them happen been have had them been done to me like you know all of that i didn't see them now i clearly see them anytime (laughs) i see it and then i tell my friends that's a red flag run no 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 but i i feel like what we're gonna talk about everyone can relate to and maybe even open some eyes for some people and we definitely have done it ourselves we are no saints i will say that firsthand i have experienced a bunch of red flags and seen right past them but everything's a learning experience so now we want to help y'all out so you can recognize those red flags learn from it gather the information we're gonna get kind of personal so that way y'all can grow because we really want to encourage you in this season whether it's singleness dating engagement marriage whatever you're path of life you're on just encouraging and getting into the do's of relationships versus all those don'ts all those red flags all of the toxic traits that way y'all don't mess up like we messed up yeah because it kind of hurts sometimes all the time anyways anyway we healed though we healed though we we all better now (laughs) okay so one of the main red flags that i've picked up on over the years is they will become immediately defensive when you express your boundaries come on now so like automatically in a relationship in a friendship like this is all the way around you know if you put boundaries in place and the person is very much like actually i don't need to do that i don't need to respect that and they don't respect your authority they don't respect your position in that relationship or friendship then that's a red flag because if it's starting now it's going to continue in the future and emily and i actually had to sit down and have a conversation about boundaries with ourselves like with our friendship and Mm -hmm. how to navigate it and 
we were very much not defensive at all. We were very accepting to what the other person had to say. And because of that, we had a mature conversation to where we could handle it and put boundaries in place to benefit us to build our friendship even more so. Yeah, I think also to, you know, with with me and Abigail being number one, like we're best friends, but also being business partners, also running a podcast together, you know, doing all these things together. There has to be a time where we differentiate, okay, we're going to be doing business talk now. Now, this isn't personal. This isn't um, I'm coming at you personally. It's right. okay. L- listen, like, let's have like a, a mature business talk. And then afterwards, being able to have that switch where both of you can recognize, okay, now we're going to be talking friendship and right. just bonding and fellowshipping together. And then the difference between those two conversations, we had to really sit down and I mean, we cried. It was we forced gr- the like, words we, out of our we, mouth. We did because I listen. Here's the thing, too, is and this isn't necessarily a red flag at all. In fact, I think it's a sign that you're growing. But if someone, I, well, I guess this is a red flag. Me and Abigail were able to sit down and have a conversation about, hey, listen, I was really ticked off when you did this. I was really hurt when you did this. I felt like you came very passionately at this and really passionate about this idea. So I wasn't able to fully um, process everything and be able to express my own opinion on it. Like it was kind of forced. And then coming back and having the other person say like, well, actually, I was I kept repeating myself over and over and over because I wanted to make sure I correctly got my point across. But neither one of us knew that's how we processed it's a lot of misinterpretation and communication that lacked exactly and it's cool because i think one of the do's in relationships a green flag is very much okay they can sit down and have a serious conversation even though realistically we're human we're gonna mess up we're gonna have disagreements we're not gonna see eye to eye on everything because we're all wired differently we all have different brains we all grew up in a different way we all process information differently and because of that it's very easy to misinterpret so i think communication is key but like i said one of the biggest red flags to recognize is they'll become immediately defensive when you express boundaries Mm -hmm. and that's something i experienced in past friendships or in past relationships is actually um why do i need to do that i'm not in the wrong here you're in the wrong here and they immediately become victimizing to themselves and that can be very unhealthy in the future for you because now you have false responsibility and false obligation to meet those expectations for that person yeah and i think also it like going off of that abigail is literally like when 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 someone approaches someone else like you know we were able to talk it out because we were trying to be mature we were trying to work past it but when someone just shuts off and is just like I am completely cutting you off now because you ticked me off and Grudges. not have not having a like a conversation about it, not choosing to have a conversation about it. I think that and you know, okay, here's the thing too though. I will have to say cuz I went through a phase where I had to learn to kind of put my selfishness aside mm. and be like, yeah, okay, you ticked me off. You really hurt me. You really wronged me. Mm-hmm. I understand that you wronged me. I mean, with my ex-boyfriend even. I called him after we had broken up and I was like, listen, you have really wronged me and I'm really upset at you because I found out about this information, but I'm going to let you know that, you know, I'm not going to hold you to that, but I want you to know that I'm letting you go. 
Mm-hmm. And and that's more uh, more a green flag is like, you know, that forgiveness and, and everything and releasing from the hurt that that red flag caused. But again, it's like, you know, when they fail to act genuinely happy for your wins and avoid building you up and avoid any any type of encouragement. encouragement. Look at that. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. No, it's true. And like criticizing your goals and, you know, it's it's always trying to one up one another. I, I very know. competitive atmosphere. It's so unhealthy, guys. Yeah. Whether whether I feel like now now now. I don't know, Abigail, for you, but for me, the competition has always, I've always encountered that with friendships, not relationships. Me too. Because with relationships, it's very easy to just be like, okay, I know their love language is this, and I know this is how I can make them feel special. But with friendships, especially a girl and girl friendship and a guy and guy friendship, it very easy can be, oh my goodness, she's so beautiful. Like, I wish I looked like that. Or I need to one-up her in this. Or especially being an athlete. That was a huge thing for me in high school. Like, some of my closest friends were on my basketball team. And if they were better than me, sometimes I would often compare myself to them and try to compete to get to their level. But realistically, that's very unhealthy trait. Because if anything, you should be encouraging them to get there. Um, It's a matter of putting yourself aside and being grateful for your friend to have that opportunity because when you look at it from that perspective, not only is it going to benefit them, it's going to benefit yourself because you're looking at the bigger picture of things. Not everything is about you. Also, I think with goals. Yeah. I I have encountered quite a few times um, and it's just I'm a very free-spirited person. I am very go with the flow all over the place uh but also still structured in a very odd weird way i don't know how to explain it but it but Science. it works <laughs> i'm like but but it all works together yeah um but but even competition in in goals like setting goals like oh well i want to go travel here well i already traveled there and i'm going to go here this next year and things like that those things at first you don't catch i feel yeah. like you don't you don't you're just like oh well, that's cool. And then you start to realize that it's anything that that you do. They try to, to one up you to to one up you or or do the same thing, mm-hmm. but be more flashy about it. I don't know that. That's I've, fair. I've always I've that's I've encountered that flag, where it's like sure. where it's like um, me and one of my friends will be doing the same same thing or whatever. Say just being random that. um we get tickets to a concert or something like right. that. Whatever. I'm being I'm being very generic or whatever. That's cool. That's great. Awesome. I was able to buy these upfront to road tickets. Whatever. Yada yada yada. Okay. Well, now my other friend, because they want to one up me, look better than me. They're gonna be like, oh well, actually, I just bought these box tickets and I get to these backstage passes and I'm gonna post all about it so everyone knows that I got more than you yeah and that's very much a red flag and one thing i've learned from it is realistically doing that like check yourself on that too because if it's very easy to do it without recognizing it and then you'd be like oh dang i really went out of my way to kind of make a fool of myself um because i mean we live in a society where everyone is trying to one-up each other you want to get to the next place in life but realistically everyone has their own path i was actually talking to one of my friends today and she's in an engineering program and because of that there's some people that have tons of internships 
And she was like, am I not doing enough? I feel that I should be having all these internships. I should have all these opportunities, but I'm realizing my pace and my structure is going to be different than the person next to me. And that's one thing with friendships and relationships. You have to kind of look at it from a different perspective of, okay, they're a different person than me. Their track in life, their pace in life is going to be a different race, a different endurance. Yeah, you can't you can't expect yourself to be on someone else's level because your own level is is where you're meant to be. I feel like also when from okay, personally, school. Mm-hmm. I am not great at school. Um especially math. It's never well, actually it's has been my thing, but in recent college years, it has it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I really struggle with it and I was actually really embarrassed because I ended up um and I never asked questions in class because of this one incident. Um, I was going to ask a question and literally I, it was a very simple question. I didn't understand algebra and me just are not, friends. not good friends. <laughs> like whatever. I, it, it really was a huge struggle for me. I had a concussion. I had a learning injury. Like, I mean, it, it was very big deal for me to even be able to graduate high school at that point. And this one girl, I just remember she was just super smart and I just kind of envied her. I was like, wow, like you're so smart, but like I kind of stayed to myself. I knew I wasn't quite there yet because of my learning injury, because of my concussion. And I remember I asked this question in class. I like asked, oh, it was something really, really simple, but I just couldn't grasp the concept. Mm-hmm. And I'd never talked to her before. I just knew she was really smart. I knew she got good grades because she always answered all the questions in class. And she just made me the biggest fool. By literally saying, like, really, you don't know that, you know, being very condescending. And yeah. and for me, and I'm not saying, like, that is a red flag, y'all, but that controlled so much of my emotions and feelings and the way I acted for the rest of that yeah. class that it was a personal red flag. It was like, why am I letting that affect allowing me? this one person who doesn't know me, who doesn't know what I'm going through right now to dictate whether or whether or not I succeed and put in the effort to class and just accepting, oh, I'm stupid. That's good. It, it goes back to like, stop letting people who do, um, little for your control wait i word this completely wrong stop letting people who do something so little control your mind your feelings and your emotions no literally it's like festering on the one thought because even that's a personal red flag right there it's a personal red flag even uh at the end of the day i will write out different positives throughout my day and i'll write out everything that went very well and then i'll have a con list and stuff that went bad and i'll see all my con list there's one or two things but how often do we let that one or two thing turn into our everything and overweigh every single thing on the positive side literally and with that personal example of mine it's like you know i let this one girl's action literally dictate the rest of my semester and I actually you know I'm not proud of it but I'll be honest like I ended up failing math Mm. like I literally failed math because I let that one comment that one incident at the beginning of the semester just kind of twist and turn into this big lie of oh I'm not smart enough so I'm not even gonna try oh I if I can't get such a simple concept how the heck could I get this concept and I literally ended up failing but then I was like dang Emily get it together that's you're letting one person dictate dictate 
so much for you. And I was like, okay, that's a red flag for myself because if I'm going to let someone's action to affect, your affect me so yeah. much affect, and control my response, like that's not okay. We cannot control people's actions, but we can control the way we respond to their actions. That's and, good. and I mean, that can be positive or negative and it's really up to you the individual to choose if that goes in a positive or negative way yeah so like like we're saying red flags are very important to catch but it's also important as far as okay what red flags are you festering on and making a bigger deal than they should be and this is in every single aspect like she said it was literally a single year old person in her class it doesn't yeah. have to be just a friendship or a relationship it can be an acquaintance mm-hmm. and are you letting those different things just come and evolve into your life and evolve into what they're not supposed to be in a place they're not supposed to hold. Yeah. And it comes down to one thing that I learned is ignoring red flags because you see the good in people will end up costing you. Oh, come on. That is such a big one. Like I've had to be careful with that because it goes back to people pleasing, you know, we so often get consumed in seeing the best in people and seeing the best in just them being a great person. And I'm very similar in the fact that my mom, she's the same way. We always want to see the best in people, which is not a bad thing, but it's also, you have to protect yourself and you have to put a certain line where it's like, okay, I've it's done how what you I can cultivate do. it. Yeah. It's how you cultivate it. Oh, and guys, there is such truth in just that one statement, ignoring the red flags because you see the good in people. It will cost you later. Listen, that is even true in relationships. Ladies, you can't change him. Oh. Men, <laughs> you can't change her. I'm so sorry. I know we're kind of like going off track a little bit, but I, that's something that our generation just as like, oh, there's there they have good intentions. They have potential. I, I can I can help fix them. I'm gonna help heal nope. them. I'm gonna help them through the healing process. No, that is a codependent relationship that is toxic. Hello, run for your life, get out. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, he's good. He has good intentions. Oh, he says this. He says he's sorry. I'm sorry. Patterns talk more than words. actions talk louder than words if he says he's gonna do something or if she says she's gonna do something and she doesn't change in two weeks or i'm sorry how many days does it create create a habit 21 21 that's uh three weeks three weeks in three weeks if they don't change get out i'm sorry stop talking to them and i'm i'm getting on a soapbox here because i was that person that tried to fix somebody that Mm -hmm. tried to be there and heal somebody when i was still broken and very much still in pain and it took me down the darkest road i have been down yeah one thing that i've always been told is don't go for projects come on don't do it because just ultimately everyone has their own season yes and everyone's gonna grow on their own time but if you in your own space are not ready, then don't go for a project. Again, they are going to grow in their own time, not you and them are Correct. going to grow in their own time. I would just like to point that out because if anything, it's going to damage people. You more. We all know. Yeah. Do the same thing. I mean, they are just like, oh, this person is so good. All of this healthy relationship. I want this. And I'm going to say this and. I'm going to be really blunt with it. And I tell all my friends this. And so you guys are just going to hear the raw, blunt Emily that doesn't shoot good things. The truth. 
the fantasy of a healthy relationship and the wanting of a healthy relationship doesn't make the relationship healthy. And I'm going to say that again in simpler terms. Just because you see potential for a healthy relationship doesn't mean the current relationship you're in is healthy. All right. You're right. It's, I think it kind of goes to say that we fantasize the relationship and we get attached to the relationship, the idea of what it can be that we miss yep. who the person that we are with in that relationship. Yep. Cause I- it's so easy to be attached to that person and constantly have someone to text, constantly have someone to FaceTime, constantly have someone to think about, to talk about with the girls, to talk about with the guys, constantly have that one person on your mind. Okay. That's even with friendships too, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's even with, you know, Oh, well, I have to know if this girl is, if, if my friend, if my girlfriend's doing this, I have to know if she's doing this. Oh, we have to twin. We have to do this. I mean, it really becomes unhealthy. And oh my goodness. When that person consumes more of your thoughts than your goals and your dreams, that's when it's becoming unhealthy. Exactly. They should be pushing you to reach those goals and dreams. And if they're putting a blockage and an obstacle in the way for you to get there, then that's a red flag in itself. Well, I think also going back to um, going back to just like the toxic relationships of friendships or really I'm going to say friendships or relationships. It's a red flag when you start to know, notice that someone holds you to a higher standard than themselves. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that and something that I personally have gone through is when someone holds you to an unrealistic expectation that they can't even live up to and get mad when you can't fulfill it. That is a red flag. And a lot of people mask this by saying, oh, no, I'm just pushing you to do better. I'm just pushing you to be a better version of yourself. It's like, no, you're trying to control and you're trying to live through me. And you're putting a false obligation. And and it's not okay yeah it's not okay yeah. and it, it's just you have to make sure that whoever you're with whether friendship or relationship that you balance each other out like yeah. being equal in a way is so important and being able to just grow with each other through different seasons is very important because ultimately what what do we go to friends for advice and help fun all of that your inner circle yeah who who you surround yourself with is who you become like who who you spend so much time with and who you just consistently are around you're gonna just continue to become more and more like them because ultimately your inner circle is your influence i also think I know we're just talking about a bunch of red flags and everything. We're but we're, we're talk- about to go we're, into the we're, ideas. We're about to go into like the good things and the ideas and like Green the things flags. that you should do and everything like Proceed that. Proceed with caution. But I feel like the final one is trust and respect. Mm. And I feel like this is such a cliche thing that people talk about. But we were talking about it earlier a little bit. Um, but... You have to trust the other. And this is specifically for relationships. I'm just going to say this is specifically for relationships. It's for friendships too, but more geared towards relationships is you have to trust the other person whether or whether or not you trust their friends. If you are going to choose to be in a significant relationship with someone, you 
need to trust that person and their judgment and their judgment exactly and respect it and stand firm on it exactly and i mean i i have a huge pet peeve when my girlfriends come up to me and they're like oh this guy won't won't doesn't like when i do this doesn't like i'm like okay and he ain't you he ain't your daddy like, yeah. like i'm sorry he didn't give birth to you he didn't help create you like i'm sorry what yeah like that is not his place now that now i will say there is a place for honor and respect you honor the person that you're in a relationship and you explain with, the situation and you explain the situation and and you respect them in it and you communicate and all of that but the biggest red flag that i notice is mistrust and when mistrust comes control and manipulation mm-hmm. and and a lot of people don't realize and i'm just going to expand on this just yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit because i feel like we both have gone through this we don't realize it's happening right like people in in situations like that um where they are in a relationship where someone is controlling they don't realize they're being controlled it's a um it's masked by oh i have to please them oh, I need to make sure that, you know, I'm a good girlfriend or I'm a good boyfriend for them. And I'm like, okay, if you're having those thoughts, I'm going to advise you, take a step back and envision, this is going to sound weird, I know, but envision someone else. Yeah. And would that someone else treat you like that? Would someone that you look up to as a father or a mother treat their other significant other like that i'm like for me that was a huge wake-up call yeah like a huge wake-up call for check. me a huge reality check like oh dang that's a red flag right there yeah. okay and then that's gonna kind of segue into our green flags but our green flags are are when people can really have a communication talk to one another like on, like our conversation right. on a deeper level like talk and be like listen I'm being really honest. That really bothered me. But let's see if we can come to a compromise. Yeah. And it's also about with healthy relationships, get to know that friend or significant other. So that way you can learn how they receive love. Learn how they receive love. Learn how they communicate so right. you can catch on to their cues. I mean, we had to do that too. Right. Right. Because I am very much a person where if you come at me head on and you're strong in it, I shut down. I shut down so fast and I'm just like, I go in my little hole and I hate confrontation. I'm just not that girl. We're working on it. We're getting there, but you know, it's a process. So, I mean, learning how that person communicates and even saying to them, like Emily and I had a hard raw conversation earlier and I was like, I shut down. Like, even if it's not intentional, I check out just like that. And it's something that I'm working on. But if you just approach it differently or we use like a code word or we say something just so we know that it's not coming from a place of we have to do this, 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 but it's coming from a place of love and understanding this is just the way you're approaching it, then I can better see the situation. And it comes with social cues. It comes with body behavior. It comes with different ways that you speak, the tone in your voice, and it comes with communication so you can understand that person when you're having it. Absolutely. And, And it's so funny because I'm the complete opposite from her. I'm like, I I don't like to beat around the bush because I feel like then I can't fully communicate um, because of communication problems in the past that I can't get my full thought across. So I just kind of go really blunt, cut dry. I'm like, blah, 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 and blah. And I just make a statement. Even when I was younger, I used to be like, the sky is blue. 
mom and that would mean mommy is the sky blue <laughs> and but that's just how i was yeah. even growing up but i mean for me and abigail to work together i have to learn okay the way i approach it i can't be just like hey la 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 like literally i can't be like that i have to be like hey so i was thinking about why don't for this idea or for this week or for this month for this series whatever we're talking about why don't we think about doing it like this i didn't know until we had that tough conversation and we were that like this she is- was shutting down i right. thought she didn't have a thought about it oh i had so she had many so thoughts. many she had so many thoughts about it but because i couldn't catch on to her social cues and she didn't know how to communicate with me right there was like i feel like a gray space oh for sure a gray space of just like we both don't know what to do so we're both just like kind of stuck and i'm gonna keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over till i under till i think that you understand what i'm saying properly and she's just like oh my gosh this girl <laughs> and it, co- it comes down to communication because unless mm-hmm. we had that conversation we would still be in the place we were before yeah and now i think the coolest thing about communication is you can set down different cues that is going to allow you to like grow mm-hmm. and understand different points where you need to address the situation head on so mm-hmm. for example we now have a code word that we use if we have that <laughs> can we say it no no never mind because people because people know. are going to start doing it we, we have a fun code word that you guys um will not get to know but we <laughs> and the code word means like okay checking in business right now checking out friendship right now and being able to understand and differentiate between the two of them because it's a very fine line and i think it's the same in a relationship and a friendship okay checking out between friendship and actually you're in my class we're studying together we're checking out we're in a relationship getting to know each other having a great time but also i'm my own individual person i need to grow on my own yeah so i think it's that fine line that balance it comes through communication and it comes from being strong on your own independent morals and values mm-hmm. and really emphasizing that to the person and how you grew up how you were raised how Absolutely. do you react to situations and being completely confrontational in a respectful and honoring way i am not saying you need to go head on and say actually you made me hurt blah 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 blah, blah going on and on and victimizing yourself in a you situation you don't need to pop off correct victimizing yourself is not going to get you anywhere Period. you need to straight up be like this is how i felt Often the most, you can it's going to be misinterpretation. You can have a constructive conversation without it being scary. Correct. Like, like, just if both of you communicate, hey, we need to have this conversation because in order to move forward, I personally need to have this conversation more than likely the other person will be on the same page and be yep. like, yes, I just didn't want to bring it up because I yeah. didn't know if you noticed something. And it was this first, like, I think with friendships and relationships, a lot of times we think we're not going to face those type of conflicts, but it's inevitable because we're different people and we have to express our feelings. Like everyone is affected differently. And with Emily and I, we have never had a problem ever. No, nope. ever. So this was like, uh, what, what, what in do the we world do? is and then, happening and then both of us just started laughing we're like ah, nah. so we kind of need to address this and now I, we have an episode out of this what like literally a full episode but it's so important because nobody knows how to communicate like i'm no, actually so glad like we really we we pulled we, that off we really, that was good we really we really communicated we, we really did high five good job. we did good <laughs> we did good but also with that is discussing boundaries 
correct. Because can I? Okay, can I be vulnerable about kind of like what we yeah, talked about, fine. like what timing is? So okay, cool. Um, so personally, for me, our I felt a boundary that me and Abigail needed to have is because we're best friends and because we are doing this podcast, running a business, all of this stuff together, and and we're not willy nilly. It's not a hobby. It is a business that we couldn't we couldn't differentiate when we were having friend time versus when we it was business conversation time and so it would be misinterpreted a lot and we would get frustrated with one another because i would be totally zonked from work i would be absolutely dead and she'd come and be like hey i'm got this idea this 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 and this and this and i was like wow aren't you bossy okay and then she would be zonked from like doing all of her outreach and everything. And I'd be like, Hey, we need to do this, 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 and this, and this. And she was like, wow, you're bossy. And it's because we didn't have that differentiation time of, okay, I'm going to talk to you as a friend now. Hey, this is us girlfriends hanging out. Okay. Now I'm just going to like unload on you. Just how I usually with my friends, I'm going to process with you. We're just going to talk versus, hey, we need to have a business conversation. It's time to get down to business. This is serious. We need to talk about this, 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 and this. Have a strict schedule with this, 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 and this. But because we didn't have that boundary structure or that timing structure of we now have business hours. Yes, the Bay Podcast now has business hours. (laughs) And it's going to work great. Yes. Because boundaries are so so important. Even with a relationship, say you're going into one, Boundaries as far as do you really need to be texting that person all throughout the day? Do you really need to be FaceTiming them all throughout the day? Because the more that you talk to them over the phone, the less you're going to have to talk about in person. It defeats the purpose of dates. It defeats the purpose of hanging out. Same with friends. I don't necessarily call my friends every single day. I'm terrible at communication. Me and Abigail don't talk on the phone, guys. We we literally don't talk. We we, we don't. Don't talk on the phone. Ever. Like, and really. we are best friends because we're best of it. Friends. Because then when we come, we have so much we need to catch up on. And we have so much that we want to talk about. And it, it really it keeps Keeping that healthy. Keeping it old school. Right. Keeping it old school. It keeps that healthy atmosphere. And I think it's important to have those boundaries. Or say you are getting to know someone and you do have a relationship. Say, okay, I'm only going to FaceTime you for an hour or I'm only going to FaceTime you for 30 minutes and that's all I have and I'm sorry if you want more but I really need to spend the other time for myself or I need to spend the other time with somebody else and just setting those boundaries that you know are doable for yourself and for the other person and sticking to them it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday the episode that just went up diligence um being Mm -hmm. consistent in that because when you are consistent in setting those boundaries and following through in them then it's just going to become a chain and you're going to be able to walk in it you're not going to have nearly as many problems as you would have without it yeah that's wow yeah that's so profound that's so good i think also is understanding like you know people aren't mind readers no You, you have to say how you feel and and be comfortable and there's a negative connotation with being confrontational but i'm gonna say it's not yes it's uncomfortable nothing easy is comfortable nothing worthwhile is easy so i would say you know be confrontational um assure it's respectful and out of love but also make sure the way that you approach it when you are confrontational is gentle yeah i i feel like sometimes when you're trying to have a confrontational conversation 
it can be taken as, well, you better sit down and listen to me and I'm going to confront you about this, this, and this because you wronged me here, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not confrontational. That's you getting on to someone like they're four years old. Fair. Like, so true. Like, like that's not a confrontational conversation. Confrontational means that the other person is going to have room to speak. Exactly. Exactly. And, and now I'm going to switch it to is if someone is having a com, com, if you've already had a confrontational conversation, that is a tongue twister. I've been saying it a couple <laughs> times, but after you've had a confrontational conversation once or twice and you don't see a pattern change within, you know, that time period or whatever, you don't see an active change or anything like that. There is a period of time where you're going to have to learn to move on. Yeah. And, and, you know, this kind of goes to what you were saying is, you know, people and friends and certain relationships, they come for a season, but they're not meant to be there for a long some time. Some are there for learning and some are there for a time, you know. Exactly. And you will experience multiple different things in your life. Even my mom used to say that her closest friends are the ones she met in college. And especially growing up, it's like, oh, my goodness, my whole entire friend groups are changing. Who I talk to every day is changing. But really, there's some people for different seasons and not saying they can't be your friend forever because they definitely can. But the way the friendship is, is probably going to change. Yeah, I and that's okay. And you can't hold a grudge for that. Exactly. Well, one of my best friends, I mean, since I want to say sixth grade, um, I mean, I love her to death still, but we never talk. I mean, we never talk, but I know if she ever needed anything, she could come to me. And I know if I ever needed anything, I could come to her. But and then here's the thing also is going going again back to what you were saying with the. um, Oh, my goodness. Brain work together. Hello. Um, Confrontational conversations and and the healthy flags and red flags and everything. After a while, if those patterns don't change, that's what I was going to go with. After the patterns like don't change and those, and those friendships end up leaving. And sometimes they're not pretty when they leave. And sometimes they are. And we hope and pray that they're more pretty than ugly. But you will get ugly ones. Yeah. That's part of life. My biggest piece of advice, and you have the same advice, but the biggest piece of advice I can have is when you are releasing that friendship, when you are letting that friendship go, when you are letting that relationship go, keep the lessons that you learned. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. Keep the lessons that you learned. Keep the good memories that you have if you need to, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But you need to forgive them. Yeah. Yeah, Forgiveness, there is a true freedom in forgiveness. but, But forgiveness doesn't mean that you're letting them off the hook. Yeah forgiveness isn't saying what they did was okay it's saying i choose to release you because i know there's nothing i can do to control your actions Mm -hmm. and i know that i can control my response to this and i can control the grudge that i'm holding against you and let it go because ultimately bitterness is what caused unforgiveness and unforgiveness is what makes you flatline and go numb in your emotions exactly and it's so 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 important that our generation learns how to forgive forgive and then if they come back into your life you everyone says forgive and forget move on whatever 
I fully believe you do Don't not do have that. to forget. Do not forget. It is important to remember and be cautious. If somebody comes back into your life that has hurt you in the past, you need to set up boundaries. Mm-hmm. I just started forming a relationship with somebody that I hadn't talked to in years. And I only talk to them once a week or twice or once every two weeks. And those are my boundaries. And I say, I'm the one that calls because they hurt me very much. So in the past, so I have to be more cautious and I have to protect my heart for my own good. I think another thing with that is, is just be wise. Yeah. Like you got a gut feeling, you got a gut feeling and everything like that, you know, be wise, go with your gut feeling. If you feel like it's trouble, don't do it. And then, you know, something that we both say is you know who you surround yourself with is who you become yeah but also that's with other people who they surround themselves with their themselves themselves with we in the south (laughs) is is who they who they are as well and that really is a reflection of you know who their inner circle is their inner circle is a reflection of you so you know be careful about that right but i feel like some really good good um i don't want to say morals but i guess good things to look out for is you know have someone in your life whether it be a friend or or significant other or whatever to respect you involve you in their plans encourage you um support you you need someone who's worthy of you right Mm -hmm. and makes you feel worthy yeah. And makes and makes you feel like they're worthy of you, you yeah. know, puts in the behind the scenes. Work. Yeah. And that that what she was just saying goes along. It's an it's an acronym for the word friends. Mm-hmm. So like they all they do forgive you and they respect you and they involve you in their life and they encourage you. They need you present and they deserve you and they support you. And like she so was good. saying, it's so important because if they don't respect you and you're lacking that respect, you're going to lack and cross boundaries and lines and then you're going to end up getting hurt. If they don't involve you in their life, if they're very private in a lot of matters and they don't consider your feelings and situations, you're going to end up getting hurt again. If they don't encourage you, then you're the one encouraging them. You're going to run yourself dry. You're going to get worn out because you're going to be the only one encouraging them. If they don't need you, if they see you as an unnecessary person in their life, then why are you even there in the first place? Mm -hmm. Because other than that, you're just a dead weight they're carrying along. And then deserve you. You know, know your worth. As she was saying, be wise with your decisions. Know your worth. If you are a good friend and you know you treat your friends the best that you possibly can and you know that you do what you can know that your friends deserve you and know that because of that you need to recognize if they're treating you undervalued and don't let them walk all over you yeah and i think another thing and just to kind of end it on our on our final note to wrap up this episode is if you're pouring out get poured into yes friendship wise if you're the only one pouring out in a friendship that's a red flag if you both are pouring into each other the way yeah. me and Abigail pour into each other and the way we look out for each other, encourage each other, correct each other even. Yeah. It's it's an equal 50-50 and sometimes it's 75 to whatever the other number is because I can't do 25. math. 25. Yep. And sometimes it's 60 to 40. 40. Thank you. <laughs> See, exactly. See, right there. We, we a, help a balance. Out. A balance. <laughs> but make sure, I think the last thing we can leave you with is evaluate 
evaluate your friendships, evaluate your relationships. And I think the biggest encouragement we can say is evaluate. Yeah. And it comes down to the do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts of relationships, the red flags, the toxic traits, and then the healthy and green flags and how to navigate it because ultimately we're going to have problems. It's going to take place. We're people and navigating it, especially at the college age, can be so contradicting in the way that you develop. Oh, so like, okay, yeah. what you allow in your life, who you talk to, who you surround yourself with, how you get treated by other people is very, very, very much so an effect on who you become in the future. Mm-hmm. So this is a very influential part in your life as well if you're in high school or even older. Every single relationship is influential in one way or another. So you have to be cautious of those red flags and you have to be very, very wise on who you spend time with and how you navigate those situations. Yeah, I completely second that. Um, we thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Me and Abigail have... A lot of the things that we talked about, we have personally learned. So this isn't us just pulling random points. It's very or whatever. fresh. It's very, <laughs> very, 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 very fresh and off the cuff. Um, but As also of three hours ago, maybe a little bit less. Maybe less. Continuing. This is the raw. This is the raw right here. Like you said, hard honest truth. That's what we're going for right here. Hard honest truth. This is us just talking about life. This is talking about things that we've walked through. And, you know, again, we just thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to continue on um, in February with some more probably just relaxed episodes like this. Maybe bringing on some guests just talking about, okay, how do we navigate these seasons in our life where we are single, where we're trying to figure out friendships, whatever age that may be, high school, college, we will young adult. be diving into singleness a good bit because that can be a hard one to navigate sometimes. Singleness. Um, dating. Dating. Healthy. How to choose their, you're dating someone. How to go about that. What's, what's the right way to do that? So that. stay tuned. We have so much in store for you guys. Um, we're looking forward to it. And honestly, we're both learning a lot and doing a lot of just research and discovering on how we can get across good advice to you guys. So thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we cannot wait. We will see you next Wednesday Wednesday. for the second episode of Feb Babe, you (laughs) wary. Feb Babe, you wary. Bye, babes. Bye.